You are listening to a podcast of Risen Savior Lutheran Church in Chula Vista, California. Growing in faith, living in hope, serving in love, all to the glory of God. It happens to me almost every time I read a section of God's Word. I'll be reading through it and then there will be a little phrase that catches my attention and sticks out to me. And it happened again this week as I was preparing the sermon. The little phrase that stuck out to me in the translation that I was using is found in chapter 5, verse 1, where it says, be imitators of God. I mean, that's asking a lot, isn't it? To be imitators of God? That's a pretty tall task. But just exactly what is it we are to imitate? Are we to go out and try to create another universe in six normal days the way he did? No, we can't do that. At least I know I can't. Are we to go out and try to learn how to walk on water like he did? Is that how we are to imitate him? I can't do that either. I can barely keep myself afloat, let alone try to walk on water. But but there it says it so clearly and so plainly, be imitators of God. Just what does that mean? Does that mean we are to go out and heal the sick? If if, If that were the case, I would have to beg your forgiveness and I would walk out of here today and get the first flight from San Diego back to Wisconsin to go and heal my grandma who broke her hip this week. But I can't do that. So just how are we to imitate God? Because after all, he is God and we're not. Actually, there is one thing. There is one thing that God does that we also can do. But it's really hard. It's all so hard to do it. In fact, it might even be harder than trying to walk on water or heal the sick or turn water to wine or raise the dead. Just what is it that God does that now we also can do? The answer is one word. Forgive. Hard, yes. Very hard to do it, isn't it? It isn't easy to forgive someone who has spoken lies about you and and hurt your reputation, is it? It isn't easy to forgive someone who has defrauded you in a business deal, is it? It isn't easy to forgive someone who has abused you, is it? It isn't easy to forgive a spouse who has been less than faithful, is it? It's not easy to forgive your brother or sister when he or she steals a toy or or calls you a name or hits you, is it? Oh, we may say it that we forgive them, but forgiveness is so much more than a matter of the mouth. It's a matter of the heart. It's so hard to do, though might even be easier to walk on water and raise the dead. But not impossible, not impossible, because look at how God in Christ has forgiven us. 
Now, I can't speak for you, so I can only speak for myself here. There have been countless times where I've given God a bad reputation. There have been many times where I have not given him the honor he deserves. There have been many times where I have not been the person he has called me to be. I know that I stand here before you wearing a white robe, but I have been anything but blameless in my relationship with God. Maybe that's the first thing you need to learn about your new pastor. I am a sinner. The Apostle Paul came to the conclusion that he was the world's worst sinner, but I have a different opinion on that one. I believe that title belongs to me. Just ask my wife, Anna, after the service today, and she'll give you plenty of stories about that. Ask my oldest daughter, and she'll she'll share plenty of stories with you, too, about how I am a sinner. My parents are here, too. Don't ask them. They may share too much today. But even more reliable than all of those witnesses back there is the witness of God's Word, which tells me I'm sinful. In fact, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So I guess that's true of you as well. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But look at what God was able to do. Forgive. And he went to incredible lengths to do it, too. He left the comforts of heaven and exchanged it for the cruelties of the cross. He, he didn't just say, I forgive you. He meant it. He did it. And the cross is forever proof of that. Every sin we have or ever will commit has graciously been dealt with by our Savior, Jesus. Verse 2 says it all. Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Now, I have no idea how long I'll be your pastor. But even if I'm your pastor for 40 years, I will never, ever have better news to share with you than this. That your sins and my sins have been washed away. Completely gone forever. God forgives us. Which brings me back to that little phrase that stuck out at me this week. Be imitators of God. Let's talk about what it means to imitate. Parents with children, you know how it works. Your children watch your every move, they hear your every word, and then they start to imitate you. Which can be good. As a child, I would imitate my dad, who was a pastor, and I would set up a pretend pulpit and pretend preach. I suppose that would be a good example of imitating. But we also know that our children watch some of the less than positive things we do and hear some of the less than positive things we say, and they imitate that too. I have a hard time telling my daughter to clean up her desk. When you go around that corner, you look at my desk. But that's what children do. They watch and then they imitate. Which can be good at times as they learn to be honest and caring and loving people in the home. But also then at times and in the same home, they learn to be dishonest, uncaring, unforgiving. Children are sponges. 
which means they soak up good things, but also some of the bad things, too. So what's with all this talk about children? Well, that's what we're called in these verses. Chapter 5, verse 1, dearly loved children. We have a room full of children here today, and, and that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. By God's grace, we are children of the Heavenly Father. And as it is with our children, the more time they spend with us, the more time they watch us, the more time they listen to us, the more they're going to imitate us. So it is with him. The more time we spend with him, the more time we hear him, the more we're going to imitate him. And of course, we want to imitate God in all things and being loving and caring, but specifically today, we are also to be imitators of God in this way, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. There I also find two words that stuck out at me this week. Just as. Not forgiving each other kind of like God forgave you. Not forgiving each other in a similar way that God forgave you. Just as. Equal to. Exactly. We are to become imitators of God to the point where we forgive exactly as he forgives. Fully and freely. But that brings us back to the fact that can, can we even do that? Can we even imitate God in that way? How can we do that with someone that has offended us, right? Is it even possible? After all, he is God, we aren't. But you were listening to the Old Testament lesson today. It wraps up the account of Joseph and his brothers. As you know, Joseph was sold into slavery by his very own brothers. And, and try to, as you think of that, don't just think of it as some sort of story in a book. I mean, this really happened. Joseph was sold into slavery by his own brothers. Would you be able to forgive your brothers for that? Joseph could. He did. He reassures his brothers, don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good, to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. Humanly speaking, if there was ever a time not to forgive, that would have been it. But even then was not a time not to forgive, and that's what God moved Joseph to do. And as I read through that again today, it makes me feel really silly. Actually, ashamed is more of a fitting word. Ashamed that Joseph was able to forgive his brothers for selling him into slavery and how I can't let go of something much less than that. But we're filled with all kinds of excuses, right? as to why we shouldn't let go, as to why we should continue to be filled with resentment and not forgive. But guess who that does more harm to? Not them. Oh, it may hurt them, but that does the most harm to us. When we're filled with bitterness, when we refuse to let go, when we refuse to forgive, that hurts us. Keeps us awake at night. It 
creates a little more acid in the stomach, creates all kinds of problems, but even that isn't the biggest problem. Our failure to forgive hurts our relationship with God. But it's so hard. I know that too. That's why our forgiving others keeps coming back to God's forgiving us. God's love and forgiveness for us isn't just an example, okay? It's not just a model for us. It's the actual means that will move us to forgive and love others too. God's love, his great love of us isn't just an example. It's not just a model. It's the means that moves us and inspires us and motivates us to forgive others as he has forgiven us. His love and forgiveness is the means that will move us to imitate him in all things. Be imitators of God. It is said that imitation is the greatest form of flattery. You realize that when we imitate God, we worship him? When we imitate God, we bring him honor. When we imitate God, we are thanking him. When we imitate God, we're actually worshiping him. And why wouldn't we? Especially as you read through the entire letter to the Ephesians. Do that this week and just listen to the countless ways that he has blessed us. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. He chose us to be his children from eternity. He bought us back for himself in Jesus' blood. He sealed us for heaven in Jesus. He made us alive when we were dead in sins. He saved us by grace. He made us citizens of heaven. He does immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. And he also forgives us. So will it be hard for us to forgive others? Yes, it will. But not impossible. He gives all of his children the strength to forgive. And as is so often the case, it keeps coming back to 1 John 4, 19, we love because he first loved us. Or to just move it around a little bit, we forgive because he first forgave us. God's children are his imitators. Amen. Please stand. Thanks for listening to this Risen Savior podcast. For more information about our church, Check us out online at risensavior.us.